Welcome to episode 13 of the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast for the Graceful Empty Nester. I'm sure we have all experienced our share of criticism. Whether you're experiencing criticism from your adult child or someone important in your life, or you yourself might even struggle with being overly critical. Today, we're going to explore the difference between criticism and feedback and how we might respond to criticism and how we might deliver that feedback instead. Are you a mom who's been taken by surprise and finds herself struggling with her adult child? Well, it's time to grab a pen and notebook because I'm about to share some insider information that will help you navigate through this challenging phase. I'm Kim Damon, a mom, a life coach, and an Enneagram coach. I specialize in helping moms of adults in rediscovering the connection with their adult kids. Just imagine mom stepping into a state of drama remission with your adult children. Together we'll build a life grounded in grace and the peace that comes from truly knowing who you are as a midlife woman and a mom. Make sure you visit my website, the link is provided in the show notes and grab your free course, Thriving in a Divided Family. It's packed with valuable insights. I just want to mention September 16th is coming up soon, and we have a great workshop going on called the Midlife Worthy Moms Warrior, where you're going to learn strategies of choosing the battle to win the war in your family. Where you sign up is in the show notes. Make sure you sign up for this event today. I promise you, you're going to have some great insight and learn some valuable tools that are going to help you connect with your kids and also to manage your own brain when it comes to all of the emotions that come along with having a difficult relationship with your children. I got to share my opinion with you. I have never, ever been a fan of the phrase constructive criticism. And in part, I don't believe that any kind of criticism is constructive. I believe feedback is constructive. When your supervisor comes to you, for example, and says, I have some constructive criticism, Right, right away, that puts us on the defense mode. That puts us on, you know, what did I do wrong? It gets the thoughts going. So I'm not a crazy fan of that. And I think that there's a better way to handle actually having those difficult, crucial conversations with someone. So I want to share with you kind of those differences between criticism and feedback. Criticism really is just based on someone else's opinion, or it's based on your opinion. It's based on judgment, and it usually comes from a place of fear. And it's a way that we communicate something without really supervising our brains and really thinking it through of how it can benefit the other person. We're really looking out after our own selves when we're criticizing others. So let's talk about feedback and how this differs from criticism. Well, feedback is just sharing facts with the intent to benefit the other person or benefit the situation. It's the intent to make something better 
It's a goal to obtain a good result. And it comes from a place of love or compassion for yourself and the other person. Let's go into some more specific differences between criticism and feedback. And let's dive a little bit deeper into the intent part of it. Criticism often carries kind of that negative connotation, and its primary focus is finding fault or pointing out someone else's flaws. It tends to be more judgmental, and the person feels a sense of blame or shame or guilt. Feedback, on the other hand, is typically offered with the intention of helping the individual improve the situation, or make some sort of positive change. Its aim is to provide constructive insight. Now, doesn't constructive insight actually sound a lot better (laughs) than constructive criticism? The other thing that is important to point out when you're looking at the differences between the two is the tone. Criticism often comes across as harsh, negative, and judgmental. It may even be a personal attack or focus on the other person rather than the actions or behaviors. Feedback usually is delivered in more of a neutral and objective tone. It focuses on specific actions, behaviors, and outcomes rather than making an attack on the individual. This is where we really get a focus in on the facts of the situation. Next is actually the focus, the difference between criticism and feedback. Criticism tends to dwell on what went wrong or what is lacking. It may not offer a solution or a suggestion for improvement. Have you ever had somebody just come to you with their problems, a problem to solve or a problem that you could solve without any recommendations or suggestions for how it might be improved, or maybe someone who's not clear on what their needs are. How that differs from feedback is that feedback emphasizes both what was done as well as what needs to change. And it often includes some actual suggestions for that change. The impact of criticism versus feedback. Criticism can often lead to someone being defensive or creating resentment and negative emotional response. It may not motivate the person to make a positive change. It may just make them angry. Feedback is more likely to be received better and creates an opportunity for resolution. Feedback is more likely to be received positively because it's framed in a way that encourages growth and improvement. It can be motivating and lead to constructive action. Now, the delivery of criticism versus feedback. Criticism may be delivered abruptly without considering the emotional impact on the other person. It might lack that empathy and understanding, where feedback is often delivered thoughtfully with consideration for the other person's feelings. And it is more likely to be well-received when communicated in a supportive manner. 
Now, I know you guys know this because when someone comes at you with criticism and they're delivering that abruptly and without considering the emotional impact it has on you, of course, you're going to be defensive and you're not going to you're not going to want to be open to actually receiving the information. Whereas if you're given feedback of how you've impacted another person or you've impacted a situation, you're much more likely to look inward and make the necessary corrections or make the apology that you need to make. So let's talk about the I and the you statement. So Criticism often uses that you statement, which can sound accusatory and judgmental. For example, you always do this wrong. You always make these mistakes. You always act this way. Or you never do this right. So when you see words like always and never, we want to avoid those because those are critical words. Those have a lasting impact on someone. Instead, Feedback often employs that I statement. Like, for example, I notice this aspect of our relationship could improve. What do you think we should do about it? I'm thinking this. So you're actually saying that you've noticed something. I've noticed this about the relationship. Now, a lot of times we're going to encounter people criticizing us, really, and it's just Honestly, it's that they're reacting at the time and we don't have to make it mean that something's gone terribly wrong. However, there's a couple different choices we have. We can remain calm and we can show up that higher self and realize that this isn't about us. This is more about how they're delivering it. Or we can choose to ignore it and become frustrated and angry with this person. So here's some questions to really ask yourself when you're being criticized by another person to make sure that you're taking good care of yourself. How am I feeling right now? Am I feeling like I own some of this? Am I feeling as though this none of this is true? And why am I feeling this way? And is there any truth to it whatsoever? We have to ask ourselves sometimes if there's just that small nugget of truth in the middle of the criticism. If there is some truth to it, you can own it. You can own the piece that is true, even if it was delivered wrong. But if it's completely untrue, consider remaining calm and just showing up your best self. So let's talk about different ways that we can do that, because I know that this is hard in the moment, but if we get clear on how we're going to communicate, we can show up as our best self. So let's talk about criticism when it's delivered, and there is a nugget of truth. We can respond and say, I hear what you're saying. I'm going to need some time to process it. Because we might be angry in the moment because of how it was delivered. We give ourselves permission to have that time out. You can also say what you said about, and then finish that sentence, of that small nugget of truth. I can see that I do that and I'll work on that. 
let me know next time I do it so I can stop it. Or you can say something like, I can tell that you're really upset right now and I'm sorry for this piece of it. Don't give a blanket apology. Don't own it if you don't actually own it. Just own what you know to be true. Own the nugget of truth and that's it. But then what if you find no truth in it at all? When a person you love is being critical and there's no truth in it, then we need to get curious. And we do this by just looking at them and saying, help me understand. Do you have an example of this? We don't have to say, okay, tell me the last time I did this, or you're going to have to give me some examples because I don't recall any of this. You can just say, help me understand, and then pause and listen to their response. You can also say, I can see you're upset about this. Let me reflect on what you've said. Again, the same as if you feel like there's a nugget of truth in it. If you see no truth at all and you're angry and you're upset by someone criticizing you and you need to take a time out, do so. Here's just a couple different ways. You can say, I can see you're upset right now. Let me just reflect on what you've said and we'll talk later. Or you can say, listen, I'm open to having a discussion about this, but I think we need a moment. It's okay to stand up for yourself without criticizing back. You can also say, if you know exactly what they're talking about and they've misunderstood, you can say something like, I think my intentions were taken out of context. Is it okay if I explain what I meant to you? You can de-escalate the situation, but you want to ask for permission because if they're not ready to hear it, it's going to go unheard. It's better to walk away at that moment if they're strongly criticizing you and you're angry than it is to try to explain yourself. Now, sometimes we receive criticism from someone that we're really not emotionally invested in that person. This could be someone at work. It could be someone that it really doesn't matter if we lose the relationship or not. And in this particular case, I would just simply respond to them. Help me understand. Do you have an example? Because they may have an example. We have to be open that we've done something or said something that's upset them. Just because they're not delivering it correctly doesn't mean that we can't be open to looking at better ways of communicating. But we can also be courageous and calm letting the person know that you're not open to being criticized, but you are open to helpful feedback. I'm not okay with you criticizing me this way, but if you want to come back with some helpful feedback and solutions, I am all ears. We want to be calm and courageous with anyone that we encounter, but if we're not emotionally invested in them, we really don't have to take their criticism. Now, sometimes what happens when we walk away from criticism is we shut down. We don't want to do this. The criticism turns inward, leaving us with shame or self-judgment. Like, why did I do that? Or why did I say that? Or why didn't I say that? 
not addressing it creates this lingering resentment and anger and judgment. We often do this. We often shut down with family members when they criticize us. Instead of just understanding that maybe they communicated it wrong. Be on to yourself when this happens and know when you're shutting down. Because if you don't interrupt the thought and neutralize it, you are going to stay angry and it's going to start catastrophizing. And what I mean by that, if you don't know what that means, is you're going to start thinking of all the reasons why this relationship is suffering. You're going to think of all the things that you've done wrong. You're going to be angry and you're going to have a lot of self-judgment. So what if you are the person that struggles with criticizing? Again, I would just simply go back to the very beginning of this podcast and reflect on the differences between criticism and feedback. We don't need to argue our opinion. We don't need to come at someone with our judgment. And we don't need to criticize another person because we have these insecurities or fears. That's just our unsupervised brain talking. Instead, we get to share some feedback, share the facts with the intent to benefit that relationship and benefit that other person with the intent of making the relationship so much better and obtaining good results. Because feedback, it comes from a place of love and compassion. Go through each one of these. If you have a critical situation that you need to communicate with your loved ones, especially your kids, look at the intent. Look at the tone that you want to have. What are the results you want to focus on? What do you want to emphasize when you talk to them? And what suggestions for change do you have? What's the impact that you want to have on the relationship? Do you want to frame it a certain way that encourages growth and improvement in your relationship and motivates the other person? What kind of delivery? do you want to give? Do you want to be abrupt? I doubt it. Or do you want to deliver it thoughtfully by going through it ahead of time and considering what you're trying to achieve? Make sure you use those I statements instead of those you statements. If you really want something to change, use this I statement. Talk about, I noticed this aspect of our relationship, or I noticed our relationship is is failing, and I think that we need to spend a little bit more quality time together, whatever your goal is. The key here is just to think about it in advance. Am I about to deliver criticism, or am I about to deliver feedback that's going to get me results and improve our relationship? It comes down to two different emotions when we're receiving feedback or when we're giving feedback. Two emotions, either fear or love. We can love a stranger. We can love someone that is making us angry. And if we're delivering our feedback in love, 
then it is feedback. But if we're delivering it out of fear, we need to reevaluate that. So my friend, it's time to ask which you're receiving. Are you receiving feedback or are you receiving criticism? Are you handing out feedback or are you handing out criticism? If you're enjoying this podcast and finding value in our discussions, I'd love to hear from you. Take a moment to leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice. Your feedback is incredibly valuable and it helps other worthy moms just like us discover this podcast. Additionally, if you know another mom that could benefit from our conversations, please share this podcast with her. Together we can create a supportive community of worthy moms. Join me next week for another empowering episode on the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast.